Welcome to the No Office Podcast. My name is Rafał Sobolewski and I'm VP of Product at Nosby. In our company, we believe that work is not a place to go. It is a thing that you do. That's why since 2007, we have been running our company 100% remotely. In Nosby, we work at No Office. The No Office Podcast is sponsored by Nosby Teams. A to-do app that helps modern teams do great things. Go to Nosby.com to learn more. Don't cram 20 people in Zoom. Fluorescent lighted office all day long. You know, you probably are going to work from home. Hello, this is episode number 13 of No Office, a podcast about work, technology and life from remote company perspective. I'm Rafał Sobolewski, and as always, I'm joined by Michael Slivinski, CEO and founder of our no office company, Nosby. Hello, Michael. How are you? Hey, I'm good. I'm rocking my new microphone here, uh, and uh, I have lots of other cool gadgets that I was just installing in my home office. So I'm really happy about, you know, uh, being uh, kind of, you know, closed in this pandemic. But on the other hand, I can just enjoy new gadgets. So at least there is something to consolate me. Okay, but before we jump on to the ship, uh, let me ask you, have you enjoyed your donuts today? Not yet, not yet. Uh, my wife is picking them up as we speak right now. So after the show, I'm going to enjoy my donut because in Poland, it's a donut day. Um, uh, it's a, no, it's a fat Thursday. Yeah, hashtag right? fat Thursday, like I had yesterday, weekend Wednesday. Uh, today is fat Thursday and tomorrow will be mighty Friday. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. In our company, we're completely, um, uh, crazy so every day has to have a nickname <laughs> yeah no but it's it's only only in poland that it's the last thursday of of carnival yeah yes exactly so it's it's very polish tradition so uh, it's only in poland that on th- last thursday of carnival we get to eat lots of donuts and they're polish donuts without the holes polish donuts are different yeah, without the holes, um, and they are just, oh, they're so good. Yeah, yeah, because instead of the hole, they have a, a jam or, or other type of, 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 yeah. s- of sweets inside of the donut, not the air. Yeah, <laughs> my, favorites, my favorite ones are with uh, strawberry marmalade. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I think your favorite one would be uh, the donuts from, they are called Wrocławsko-Lwowskie, which means from Wroclaw and Lwów, these two cities where they are very, very, that are very connected uh, with the history, uh-huh. uh, and they are with uh, a plum inside. Oh, man. Yeah. Because for everyone who doesn't know, uh, my surname, Śliwiński, basically means Plumski. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plum is my, like, Plum family. Plum is your thing. <laughs> yeah, Plumily Frit. <laughs> All right. So uh, I've already um, eaten two donuts and Whoa. I have two more. Yeah, but I bought the, the ones that are, that are not done like uh, typical donuts. So I, they are not uh, fried in the deep fat oil but they are baked. So they are only a carbs bomb for my body, not carbs and fat bomb. <laughs> Any kind of bomb works for me. <laughs> so it's, it's better for <laughs> to, to, to digest them. Uh, and they are still delicious. Um, all right. You have new toys. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, last, as, as, as you, as you know, like last week we were recording our Polish po- po- podcast. Yes. And by the we- way, we have a Polish podcast. So, uh, every week we record a podcast with Michael. One week is yeah. Polish one, and second week is this one in English. So if you're a Polish speaker 
and you don't know, uh, you can also hear us at Nemabura. And our flow is that we don't uh, we don't repeat topics, so you can listen both podcasts. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, both of the podcasts are are about remote work, but they're different. So it's not like we have the same topic for each two weeks. No, we just have a different topic for each week for each episode. So they are completely different. Yeah, and, and unless the, the unless the topic is our new toys, so we will brag about them in in both of them <laughs> probably. Yeah, but then it's just a segment, so yeah. it's fine. Uh, I hope. Uh, anyway, um, last week we had a guest uh, on our show, and he's a like popular podcaster and streamer, and you know, and he's got all the gadgets in the world, so. Um, inspired or brainwashed by him, I, I, I went on a shopping spree. So what I did was I got finally the microphone that you begged me to buy. So the Shure yeah. MV7 microphone, right? Uh, yeah, that's that's Shure MV7, my favorite microphone. Yes, so I have it now with me. Um, and um, also uh, I got the... Elgato uh, screen, green screen. Uh, it, it it's not been it hasn't been installed yet because um, apparently installation of this uh, will require a little bit of work. So I'm gonna leave it for a weekend project uh, this weekend to install it because um, on my next webinar I want to use the green screen because I want to use the background as my kind of you know slideshow. Um, so I want to see how this works. So, so uh, you you will be like this weather guy <laughs> showing exactly. the interface of the weather guy. <laughs> I will be the weather guy, yeah. Um, and I want to see how this works, you know, and uh, and that's why I wanted to have a green screen uh, installed. So that's new. Um, also, uh, I got uh, quite a few things to make sure that I can connect my camera um, to um, uh, to the computer. Unfortunately, my camera, the the Canon uh, hundred uh, EOS one hundred D, as I remember exactly. correctly. Yes, doesn't support HDMI. Uh, f- uh, clean HDMI uh, Signal, outputs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'll see what I do about it. So um, it's a, yeah, it's, c- it's a can bummer. You, can you return this uh, this coming? Uh, yeah, but I'm I'm gonna use the coming for different purposes. So uh, yeah, so I'm gonna keep it anyway. So I got the Elgato coming to make sure that I can connect the camera. Uh, but uh, as you showed me uh, with this Elgato coming, I can actually stream my um, screen of the iPad to the big screen. So um, so I'm gonna see. Uh, what I'll do with this, uh, with these things. But uh, um, apart from that, I got also a few cables, a few other things. So, you know, um, I just decided, you know, uh, listening to our guest that he's right. For some crucial stuff that you're doing, it's important to have good gear. I mean, in the beginning, no. In the beginning, it's fine. But then later, uh, you should really get the good gear. And in from also from good companies. like Because there are cheaper versions of things, but the cheaper versions usually you know, break and then you have another have, have to get another one. And uh, for this, I decided to, to just go all the way with, uh, with a big one. And um, yeah, I'm happy with the microphone. It wasn't cheap, but it's good. Uh, I'm really happy with... Uh, well, I'll see if I'm happy with the green screen. We'll see yeah. how this goes. But it looks really good. Really well done. So yeah. I'm going to test all these things and uh, enjoy them. So you said that um, this coming HDMI grabber, you can use um, to connect it to iMac and make an iMac uh, external display, for example, for your iPad. Exactly, exactly. Because the iMac doesn't have a 
uh, like a line in to be an external display. Yeah. But uh, but with this, uh, like your trick was to open the quick view, uh, a quick time, a quick time uh, video recording, and and take the video source of the iPad, and then this way I can have the the big screen of the iPad there. So uh, it's pretty useful, and it's going to be pretty useful for me if I want to show something on the iPad while on a Zoom call, for example. Uh, and if I do the Zoom call from the Mac, uh, I can quickly connect the iPad and just show something to people. And because my main computer is still my iPad, I uh, I would like to be able to do that. Let's jump to, to the segment, what we have been up to. So there are some new features that I'd like to announce in Nosby Teams and both Nosby Personal. Um, there's a new version of Nosby Personal for iOS, Android, and web already published. It's Nosby 3.19. Yeah, finally, because uh, our Nosby Personal users were getting anxious that we're not updating updating the app, and we were, we were explaining that we're busy with Nosby Teams, blah blah blah. But of course, like um, you can say all you want, but the moment you ship something, then uh, yeah. finally we prove that we've got some skin in the game. Yeah, and and we managed to to implement Apple Sign In. Finally, uh, we added some time needed and recurrence options and and more project chorus, uh, which users asked for. There is this version available uh, as beta for macOS because all the all the hard work that needs to be done for iOS version uh, under the hood it has to be done as well for macOS uh, and it needs more testing so beta for macOS is available uh, for all of you uh, I will put link in the show notes uh, if you are interested in testing this Maybe uh, by the time this episode's air, uh, it will be shipped as production version in Mac App Store and in our website. So we will see. And we are working on the next version, Nosby 3.20 as well. Yeah. So even though even though we were a little bit neglecting Nosby Personal because we were busy with Nosby Teams, uh, Apple wasn't. They featured us in, in January, and which was really good um, in many, many, many countries, which was fantastic. I think, I think it was the, the biggest feature we ever had. <laughs> that's so cool. Um, so, so that's great that we can now follow up with something like Apple-like, which is the Apple sign-in, which is good for both the customers and us, uh, for, the, for the customers, because they can sign in very quickly with their Apple ID with just one tap. And this way they can create an account and even you know decide to hide their email from us if yeah. they want to, no problem. Um, um, although we have a good policy, privacy policy and we don't spam anyone or whatever, and we don't sell any, any email addresses, but still they can do that, which is great. But for us, it's fantastic because like the barrier of entry to set up an account for Nosby is just very low. You just you know one tap, <laughs> you confirm, and then you have an account set up. You don't have to fill out you know all the details, and that's why I think this Apple ID um, uh, thing is is brilliant, and and uh, hopefully we will introduce it also in the future for Nosby teams. Uh, yes, we are we are working on this, but it's uh, unfortunately it's not it's not that easy, and it just doesn't work as we implement Apple's API, and it requires more more work to figure out some edge cases. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, and also uh, it's not be personal. We still missed the Windows version, uh, but it's it's coming. Don't worry. Um, all right, about uh, Nosby Teams. Uh, so when this episodes are um, the two most important things, I would say is we are introducing finally keyboard shortcuts. Uh, yes, it's the first batch of keyboard shortcuts, as we want to get your feedback about it and see what. What other key- keyboard shortcuts should we implement? And if the way we implemented this is, is okay for you, uh, uh, that does the job. 
uh, we will see. And and yeah, and we improved a lot our search inside the app. Because yes, the search is very good now. Yeah, I could it's say not perfect. Was... Uh, it's not perfect yet. Uh, more improvements are, are to become. For for example, for uh, completed tasks that has been completed a lot time ago, uh, mm-hmm. it still needs to be improved. But uh, now it's it's uh, we made Radek made a lot of improvements there, and it's faster and more reliable. It even search for um, with some. Uh, with some t- tolerance for, uh, for mistakes, so it's called like fuzzy search. Oh yeah, so so when you make make a mistake, but 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 still write a word that resembles the word, then we can figure yeah, it out. But yeah, but it's it's mm-hmm. it's only small because so when we tested it uh, and uh, Radek set it up just uh, out of the box, like it, yeah. it it had too much tolerance. Like the the ah, results okay. was, was was shit. It, the result list was too long. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, and it it was a bad experience. We dog food it, tested it, and uh, improve it, and then ship it to production. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and there are many things that are in the pipeline that we are testing inside in our dog fooding uh, that I uh, I think we can tease already. So there, yeah, let's do that. There is uh, projects grouping finally, so we will yeah, finally do- can group projects, which is great because you can group projects the same way you can create projects. So you can group projects, for example, um, as as a team admin for everyone, like, like official groups of projects, or you can uh, have just your own group, like you know, a real private group that you decide that these projects belong to this group. For example, you can have like a private group of my most important projects, and then just put it there or whatever. So it's really cool because this way you have the flexibility to. Um, to group the projects the way you want, also the way your team works. So for for bigger teams, for example, this was a requested feature to group, I don't know, um, customers together or just type of types of you know types of customers together or or these kind of things. You know, so uh, um, I think it's going to be really really cool. Yeah, yeah, especially when you have, as you said, a big team uh, and you want, for example, marketing department to, to make clear for all the people in mar- marketing which projects should they follow. Yes, you exactly. So, to, to the group and tell them you, you, you should follow this marketing product. Exactly. This is what I actually did. I, I grouped all my marketing project, all the marketing projects together to the marketing group. Yeah. Yeah. And second uh, big feature we, we are testing right now is called joint projects. Uh, so there is, uh, this concept that you can share a project with different team. Yeah. And it is. It is like the, the. I think this idea is brilliant because I came up with it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think I mean we were supposed to do it anyway. But uh, finally, because you know, in Nosby teams, in a team, all projects by default are shared between team members. Um, uh, you can also, if in Nosby teams premium, you can define with uh, like limit the sharing of a project. But normally, like, by definition, projects are shared between team members. But very often teams work with other teams or with contractors or, you know, with some other people like we do, like we have um, contractors uh, that we work together with. And until now we were using like different workarounds, like having a special project in Nosby personal with them, or for example, having a, a shared Slack channel with them. And it was okay, but we wanted them inside our workflow, inside yes. our projects. So uh, now you can, uh, I mean, you will be, able to do it once we ship it to every for everyone but because it's a very tricky feature we're testing it 
um, um, uh, you know, uh, we're a bit longer than expected. But the idea is this: you can share a project between teams. It's like um, you know, like a bridge, like a you know, joint venture, joint venture between two teams, and then you can create tasks for each other, delegate tasks to each other. It's uh, you know, works very very well i think next week we will start to test it with uh, our external contractors and maybe with some customers to, to get a hang of it how it uh, how it works in the real life scenarios even more than our own dog fooding um, environment yeah and speaking of new features um i wanted to share with you how how we recently um evolved our processes of developing uh, the product yeah. so uh so first of all we kind of adopted most of the things uh, that, that the Basecamp guys uh, do. They call it Shape Up Method. There is this book by Lion Singer, Shape Up. Um, but we added some some our stuff, uh, mainly uh, the dog fooding uh, to it. Yeah. Uh, and change uh, and make uh, some little tweaks. The part that I like the most is that we don't uh, that we don't do roadmaps. There's no roadmap or backlog in Nosby Teams. There is mm-hmm. only portfolio of options. Yeah, it's very very good for to mental health that it's not like this is all the stuff we need to implement. These are options we can choose to implement, and it's it's, it's actually pretty tricky to 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 um to embrace it because you know uh, because we come from this world that we assume that there is a thorough roadmap in fu- in the future versions of Nosby or any product, any software product. And people very often demand, you know, you publish your roadmap because we want to know what's going on, what's what's going to happen. And that's great. But the software world evolves and the, the, the piece of software you thought you were, were building evolves, evolves with your usage and with, of course, usage of the customers. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, it's like this, this thing that um, many things in our portfolio of options, which I thought where a must-have um, are not there yet, while a feature like joint projects, which I thought is okay for later, we decided to push now. And it's because as we develop the product, as we work on the product, every now and then, and you'll explain when, but every now and then we just look at all the options that we have and we choose the ones we want to focus on. Yeah, so so the idea is that we plan each four-week, four-five-week cycle ahead. So... We are not planning uh, for the for the future. We are planning only for the next four uh, five weeks. Why I like it is that we plan always based on the newest information we have. We don't do commitments on the longer longer term because, as we learned for all of these years, all the circumstances, all the like features requested by customers and so on and so on, uh, technology impact uh, changes. So yes. that that way we always plan based on the newest information we have. And but the good the, the cool thing is that we can still dream. So we can still uh, design features that we we want to add to portfolio of options. Yes. So we can design a feature like uh, you know just the other day we were discussing some some feature that somebody opposed like wow well, we are not going to do this now. Of course not. We are adding it to our portfolio of options, but we want to uh, explore this feature because maybe later in the future we will want to, uh, you know, uh, implement it. Uh, in our portfolio of options, we have features that we designed like three years ago. Yeah, and we and are we, we are implementing currently one one big feature that I don't feel comfortable yet sharing with you. But yeah, it was designed like three or four, four years ago. Exactly, but some other features that were designed so many years ago are still yeah. as a portfolio yeah. of options. We haven't gotten around to them. And we'll see when and if 
we'll get around to them. So, so this thing is that on our design fight, on our design meeting, we still give ourselves permission to design things, but without any urgency of shipping them now. Like we just design them and and add them to our portfolio of options, and then, as you said, every you know five weeks, we sit down and we check. No, what based on what we know now, based on how our software product functions right now, what will be the best features, the best next features, uh, the best next right thing to do? Yes, exactly. And, and this is uh, this is the week where I prepare such a plan for the next cycle. And now I'm after recording this, I will review the document that I shared with uh, with uh, the directors group. To get the feedback, what what are the most important things we should focus uh, from our portfolio of options in the next cycle? And I will see what resources we have available uh, and so on and so on and prepare a plan for the next cycle. And the way we do it is that for each uh, each feature, each solution to implement, we set a team for for this like front-end and back-end developer, if needed, and uh, and a design, designer. So each solution in portfolio of options is um, is shaped up, right? Mm-hmm. but on the, um, on the light level of abstraction. So it's not like the exact solution with all the mock-ups and, and so on and so on. No, it's just, uh, just the f- user experience flow of the solution is kindly defined with those boundaries. And we set an empowered team Mm-hmm. To make the formal formal decisions, how how to figure out uh, iron out the details. So the thing we talked about in the um, last episode uh, about reading by context. So we are setting up the context for the team. Exactly. So the team has the context. They know what kind of feature they are building, but they have still lots of um, freedom to decide how they're going to implement it. And because we have dog fooding, we push them really hard to ship things. To dog fooding, so to our you know test environment as soon as possible, so we can also you know feel feel these features. We can get the feeling and the hang of it if this is the right kind of implementation. Yeah, because uh, often it uh, it is like this that they ship this feature to dog fooding, and we use it for a couple of weeks, and then we have the newest information. We learned something about this, and then we make a decision if we want to invest more time. For the, uh, mm-hmm. to this, if it's something that uh, that can be shipped right now to production, or it requires some improvements, or it is that uh, that end, yeah. So each planning cycle, we we decide on appetite for each solution. It yeah. it changes the logic. It's for me is a, is a is a big game changer because we no longer worry about how much time it will take. Yeah, we just decide how much time it will take, and then and get the conclusions after spending this time on this feature, see it on dogfooding, and then make a deci- further decisions about it. So yeah, there is this. And about this, uh, that we don't have um, backlog, we have portfolio of options, no roadmap. It's, we learned that if an idea is very important, it will always come back in discussions, in feedback from customers, yeah. and so on, so on. Uh, and of course, it doesn't mean that we don't store feedback from customers. We have this features requested project with all the features you requested, mm-hmm. but we use it when shaping up a solution. Yeah, uh, yeah. As 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 I, for example, shape up a solution for problem X, I review this features requested projects and all the feedback that are connected to this problem X. Uh, so I have more information. 
uh, about it. And um, of course, uh, we have we assign developers to those teams um, and des designers. So sometimes uh, Hubert is mostly um, designer for most of the projects mm -hmm. we put in the cycle. But sometimes I'm a designer, or Michael is designer, or Ivona. Um, because it's it's not uh, always like the, we need a UI designer for this. Yeah, we like just. Uber, yeah? I, I mean, usually we need the the person who's mo most most involved with this project. Like, or for example, whose idea it was. So if it was somebody's idea, then they will be one of the designers because they uh, you know they want to make sure that the idea is implemented the way they envisioned it, at least you know in the initial stage, and then later uh, you know we'll see how it evolves. That's the difference between our approach and base camps. Uh, mm -hmm. Our team is not so big, so we cannot afford to <laughs> to have so ma so many designers in the team. No, we don't have as many designers in the team, but uh, we've got Hubert, who's brilliant, so it's good. Um, About developers, because you may ask, okay, so uh, every developer is working on new features in the cycle? No, because always one developer from front-end team has this, as we called it, horizon expanding month. So what does it mean is that uh, during the cycle, this developer is responsible for spending 50% of, um, of his time on um, exploring options, how to, how to improve our product uh, from technical point of view uh, in the area of his responsibility. Because each developer has the, the, those those responsibilities uh, in our product, like security, user experience, and so on and so on. Uh, yeah. So there's that, and the rest of fifty percent of the time, they are available for uh, bug fixing, uh, support uh, support tickets, uh, or they can make uh, small improvements um, that don't take more time than uh, one day. So, yeah. like really small small things, uh, those low hanging fruits to to improve product. Uh, yeah, and they uh, also participate in code reviews in in pull requests that are connected directly to to the cycle. So this is uh, this is our process. This is how we works, and it works for us, uh, and I love it. About this 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 one developer who's doing like all these uh, all these different things, uh, I can refer to. Um, to our episode 205 of the podcast and other episodes that we talked, um, uh, we'll link to them in the show notes, to where we talked about Kaizen and Lean development. Because this is also the idea that with each each cycle, we want to instill this this kind of um, need for our developers to, to fix things, to improve things, to look at small improvements they can do. Uh, as you said, one day improvement they can do so that in the future, just working on the product is easier. So um, that's how we look at it. And because uh, instilling this kind of mindset of, of continuous improvement is hard, so we decided to just delegate one person in, in, in each cycle. So this way they can just start using it, start trying, start you know, learning this, and, and then start getting better at this. So um, hopefully in the, in the future future, um, whenever we even have a new feature going on, people will see also the, you know, the muda, so the, the things that are not working correctly, and they will also suggest small improvements quickly and, and just see the improvements, if, improvement possibilities everywhere. So improvements everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I like it. <laughs> and speaking of improvements, I've had initially a hard week, this week, but in the end, it was a very productive week. I, I can't believe how productive it was. But uh, but at first, you were productive at procrastination, yeah? 
Yeah, exactly. I was fighting procrastination and it was really hard. Like on Monday morning, uh, I got all these gadgets. So I was, you know, busy with the gadgets and I was actually, you know, contacting you to, to, to show, show off what I got. And it was hard for me to get back to writing uh, the no office book. But then when I just cleaned up my home office, I just sat down and started writing. And actually on Monday, I wrote an entire part of a course, a productivity course, team productivity course that we're building for Nosby Teams uh, users. So I wrote the whole episode, the whole, you know, block of, 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 uh, of the course on Monday after I was procrastinating. Then on Tuesday, procrastination struck again in the morning. I was also, you know, kind of busy with stuff, but then really didn't do much and couldn't get, get, get around to it. But then I wrote an entire chapter of No Office Book, the chapter 27, uh, how to socialize, even how to socialize when there is a pandemic around. Mm -hmm. And then uh, uh, yesterday, on Wednesday, it was the same thing. I was just, ah, I couldn't get to writing and, you know, it was hard. But then I sat down and uh, I wrote half of the chapter 28 uh, about holidays, vacations and all that stuff. And today, right before, um, today was a very good day. Today, I, in the morning, I recorded um, two new episodes of my team productivity show, which, I'm, which, 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 which Marco uh, is going to edit soon. And I also ed uh, recorded uh, a video to the team, which I'm going to edit tomorrow morning and ship tomorrow morning to the team. And then I wrote the, the last part, the, the second half of the chapter of um, 28 on holidays of No Office Book. And now I'm recording this podcast with you. So it's like I came from this, you know, procrastination, tension, this, you know, uh, like not feeling very productive, but then suddenly it just clicked and I managed to just just sit the F down and just write. And it worked. And I'm I'm just I I I managed to get like long stretches of really good deep work, really good uninterrupted time. And and really wrote three big things this week which is just great <laughs> well so so what, what what was the factor that that made you that suddenly it clicked and you sat down and start writing this i think one of the i mean there are several things but f first of all uh I do my journaling, as you know, in the morning and in the evening. And when I do my journaling in the morning, um, I have this like kind of automated plan for the day. And as I, it's like this day, day, day journal for, for each half an hour, I write what, what I did. I will link to this in the show notes. If you go to michael.steam slash slash journal 20, it's, it's all there. So the idea is this, that after every half an hour, I see what I've done. And when I see this after every half an hour, the situation is really bad. <laughs> and I, uh, like after a few of these, I'm like, man, like this day is going to be bad. And, and like kind of, it's a, it's a constant reminder, you know, that, you know, the time is, is ticking away and you're doing not much. And then, and then suddenly, and then suddenly you're just like, okay, so I'm going to sit down and just write. And then I always remember this quote, but I don't know who was that, like some famous author. He said that he always writes when he's inspired and he's always inspired at nine o'clock in the morning. So it's, yeah. <laughs> so, 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 and I love it. So it's, 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 it helped me uh, focus. So I think it was that it was also that, that I really wanted to write it. I think it was also the fact that I am Instagramming. So I am like putting stories on Instagram, what I'm going to do. So it's kind of, you know, awkward to record something on Instagram and then not do it. Cause you know, like I feel that there is uh, this social responsibility. Like I, I shouldn't be, you know, lying to people. I'm going to write this, but I'm not going to do it. Uh, so, um, 
And it's actually kind of magical, uh, especially on Tuesday when I wrote the whole chapter of songs on socializing. And then uh, I showed on in my Instagram story that you see that there was this outline. I refreshed the page and then it's just whew, the whole chapter is written. It's, it's like magic. So I think this gave me this kick to keep writing. And, uh, you know, again, several factors, but I understand that sometimes I just need longer to warm up. But when I warm up and if I don't have any meeting, I can just sit down and really write. And it's good that my setup is also um, like very easy. I, I I know where to write. Like I know which you know where is the file. You know which app uh, and which iPad. You know it's all there. <laughs> you know I I it's it's so the barrier of entry is also not very very low. So I just should start typing. And I think also this fact that um, that I have the outlines for each chapter already written. It's just a question of writing them. Um, it's it's it also helps. It's there's like an anchor to help me help me write it. So anyway, um, also guilt from several weeks of not really writing the, the way that I was supposed to. I think all of that, you know, sums up that, you know, uh, I finally did it. And so I had a very, very productive week. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's nice that you journal and probably you, you want to, uh, remember that feeling that you, uh, that you have after, uh, doing this great job that you started after being procrastinator. So, yes. Because, the, I think the biggest win is always when you do what you planned to do, even though y you, you weren't feel like doing this. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't feel like this, that, I mean, and that's the, I remember one of the books that I read recently was the question of, um, uh, given to some coach about, you know, how to be a great athlete. And, and he said that one of the keys to success for great athletes is the fact that they train anyway, yeah. even if it's boring, even if it's tedious, they still go out and train. And this is what makes them great. Because even if it's not exciting, even if they don't, they don't, they don't feel like it, they still go out and train. So Rafa, just to uh, recap, chapter 28 is written. It's a, 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 and by the time this episode ships, uh, actually, maybe, maybe even more, like we'll see. I don't want to push my luck. But it means already that my book is done in 88%. 88, that's nice. Yeah, so it's just 12% to be written. So um, so uh, how many chapters? Yeah, th three more chapters. Three more chapters. Um, three more chapters and an ending. So uh, so just that. And of course, after that, I'm going to, you know, reread it and, you know, do some amendments and all that stuff. And But, uh, but once it's written, when the English version is written... And the Polish translation is already done in 70, 76%. So it's, it's also pretty good. Anyway, if it's, uh, once, once the entire book is written, I'm gonna, uh, launch, a, a, a book, book launch team. Uh, we'll see where we get it organized, but, uh, I want to have people who are, uh, like who could be as passionate about this project as me, uh, to, to spread the word about it, but also to give me feedback on it. So we can work on each chapter and just, you know, bring it to like to the you know ending and then um sometime you know in in a month or two we should have a proper book launch so you know we'll see uh, but the book is coming along it's 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 almost there all right so uh i wanted to propose uh, a new uh, new small corner to our show 
which would be not be pro tips corner as uh, as i learned recently that even though we we announce features uh, we have help page uh, describing the features we have them in our onboarding uh, there are still people uh, don't yeah don't discover every feature that might be very useful for them to mm, to use both in osb personal and in osb teams okay yeah, and sometimes, of course, it is, it's, it is our fault because it's not well designed. It's maybe yes. the UI is not intuitive. That's, 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 that's probably true for, for some of them. Uh, but, but still, uh, I think that I, I, we can include some short pro tips here. So did you know, guys, that, uh, in Nosby teams, you can follow a couple of tasks in a project that you are not following? So, so it's like you can pick and choose, right? So you can go to a project that you don't want to follow the entire project because like the whole project is not interesting for you. But if there is a, ta- a task or two tasks which you want to get involved with or be able to give feedback, you can follow them. Yes, exactly. And that way, if you follow a task, you will be uh, you will have a new comments, new activity in this task visible in your activity uh, view. So you will not miss uh, any any new updates on on this task. Because you marked it as following uh, to to follow it, so it's probably important for you. Also, I think we use this trick that you can actually kind of spam follow people, right? So uh, if if for example you're working on a on, on a task in a project, but you want for the whole team to be updated on this thing, you can just follow uh, like mention all of them, and then automatically they get they follow the the task. Right? Yeah, so we use it for uh, each solution we want to implement in a cycle. Yes, that we discussed uh, before in the show. Uh, we create a project in Nosby Teams, and then in a project there is one task that is like status task for for this project. And in this task, I just mention all of the dev guys, so they follow only this task and not all other tasks that are um, that uh, lead developer creates during this this project to 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 ship it to the fooding. So uh, so. Other people on the team just get uh, get updates on this only in this task and don't see any others uh, in activity. Of course, they can browse it if they enter the project, but they, uh, their activity is uh, more uh, clear. There's less noise there for them. I mean, that's brilliant for me, for example, because you know, as the CEO, I'm I don't want to follow all these development projects because it's just lots of things happening. But I just follow by being mentioned there. I just follow the status updates. So when I review my activity, I can see the status updates of of each feature that we're working on. Yeah, and working with our customers, we learned that many of them struggle because they follow too much pro- too many projects, and they yeah, and they they somehow lost the info- important information. So. Uh, so that, that is a trick uh, that may help you with this. Yeah, and another um, another pro tip, this time from Nosby Personal, that I love to use it, uh, that you can filter task list by project labels. Uh, and you can even automate it in on iOS. I think I mm-hmm. once written even a blog post about it. Uh, but uh, we will see. I will I will put a link in the show notes. I use it for um, like all my personal projects are labeled with the label personal in Nosby Personal, and we are we still have some work projects in Nosby Personal that we share. Yeah, and uh, they have label work, so I can easily switch between uh, work and personal projects 
And so not only my project list is filtered, but, but yes. also my priority list can be filtered by a project label. So that way I can see only my priorities uh, that are personal related or work related, dependent from the context I want to see it. Yeah, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I use it also uh, quite, quite, quite a lot. I have like five or six main project labels that I use, and then uh, I use them. I use them quite a lot. All right, so uh, let's wrap up with Lilax Corner. So we talked about uh, connecting my PlayStation 4 to iMac via this HDMI yeah. grabber. So I want to talk to you about video games. So uh, I wonder that. Uh, Probably if you, uh, when you were a kid, you probably played a lot of video games. Am I right? Yeah. When I was a kid, I, I, I was playing lots of video games, of course. Uh, um, unfortunately, when I was uh, very young, my father had a PC when Amigas and other yeah. fancy computers oh. were, were better. I had more games. So I was the odd, win, odd, odd one out with, with a, worse computer uh, but then later of course the pc dominated the space and then i had access to all the games but um yeah but in the beginning it was hard uh, but uh, yeah i used to play lots of game uh, first person shooters like you know uh, wolfenstein 3d as uh, doom and then yeah. quake and all Duke these Nukem things 3d remember yes as well um but not as much i mean quake was my favorite uh, and and it was it was great i i, I loved quake and um I but 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 for many years now I haven't been playing much. Yeah, yeah. Like me neither. Like uh, as a kid I played a lot, many many games, but mainly the the football ones. So yeah, so Sensible World of Soccer, it was a great game first on Amiga, later on PC as well, then FIFA, Pro Evolution Soccer, and I played a lot uh like championship manager it's like when you, uh, when you when you are the the coach of the team manager of the team not not the, you don't play 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 the games but you you set up a team uh yeah and uh -huh. i played a lot like this game and actually that that was it was like uh, 90s or early 2000s uh, mm -hmm. that was the year that still um it was much easier to have the um, unlegal copy of the game <laughs> oh, yeah. than uh, buy um, buy a legal uh, mm -hmm. legal copy of the game. Uh, and Championship Manager was the only game that uh, the game that I bought the original version, fully legal. Yeah. It, let's not talk about Poland in the nineties because it was you know it was uh, wild west. Like we had just yeah. lots of illegal games and music and everything. So, uh, but the th situation luckily changed and people started appreciating you know and buying things. Actually, um, right now recently I am playing uh, Minecraft and Roblox because my kids are into it. So um, now they want to play with me. So uh, now on weekends uh, they have time limit set up on, on their iPads for one hour of play. And then we, I join their worlds, their Minecraft world or their Roblox world and play with them. So, uh, and of course, I'm the complete noob. I'm complete newbie. I mean, they're explaining to me everything and they're laughing out loud when I just don't know how something works. Um, but uh, it's fun. Uh, this way I can enter their world. I know what they care about and, and uh, I have an excuse to, to play. 
So uh, yeah, this is and very often, you know, what end up ends up happening is that, of course, I stretch the one hour limit to two hours or something like that, you know, because you know, because because why not? Like if we are enjoying it, so um, and and I I gen I'm, I'm I'm very surprised and you know happy that my kids uh, love it when I also join them. So they're actually complaining if I, for example, don't have the time to play with them. So um, so in the end, yeah, I have an excuse to play the games that my kids like. Yeah, because because they know if they get you to play with with them, they will probably have more time than one hour. <laughs> of course, they do. They're smart. Yeah. They're smarter than me. <laughs> yeah, but do you do you play online with them, like, uh, or do you play on the same device with with them? No, online. Like, we, everyone has their own iPad, and we just join each other worlds, uh, and then we just play together. Each one has a different character and, and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from the games I I still play is only FIFA, <laughs> so PlayStation. That's I I never liked the games where you like this Quake or Doom when you have to kill someone. I yeah. don't like killing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I just I just uh, just liked football. And actually, the the funny story is that that always when I was playing uh, like football game like FIFA or other uh, mm-hmm. I was putting up the the commentary uh, embedded commentary uh, volume to to zero because I wanted to, co- to make comments myself and pretend ah, I, okay. I'm, the, I'm, I'm the I'm the journalist and I comment on the the, the match it won't happen ah, okay and actually okay. back in 2013 uh, when When I started to work uh, work for you in Nosby, uh, mm-hmm. I was thinking uh, before I get this job, I was thinking about uh, switching my career to become a journalist, to, oh, really? to maybe, or maybe a, a commentator. Yeah, uh, huh. like because I, I didn't feel well, feel well in 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 my job back then, and I was I was exploring another. Uh, Career paths, yeah. But then you mm-hmm. called, and uh, everything else is history. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But still, <laughs> look at us. I'm in front of yeah. the microphone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe not talking about football and and so on, but still the things that uh, that I close to my heart. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's really great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you're a professional podcaster. <laughs> that's that's who we are right now. All right. Uh, anything else you want to add to today, Michael? No, I think it was a very full show. So um, uh, anyway, uh, if you uh, want to see how I write the book, uh, follow me on Instagram and see my stories. Uh, I'm right now finishing and I'm really happy to have finished this book. So, uh, and then later I'll be really enjoying promoting it and, and, you know, sending, trolling people with chapters from my book, explaining to them how things work. So uh, if you have any feedback on this, just check out nooffice.org and check out the book and, you know, let me know what you think. If you listen to this and uh, the chapter 29 is still not done, you can publicly shame Michael. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, so I think that's it for today. And remember, guys, today, as this episode airs, is Friday. So make it a mighty Friday. Do your weekly review, plan your priorities for the next week, learn something new, and have a great weekend. Maybe play some video games. <laughs> and you can find us on Twitter. Michael is at mslivinski, M-S-L-I-W-I-N-S-K. K-I, and I'm Sobolowy, uh, it is S-O-B-O-L-O-W-Y, 
And as always, we would love to hear your feedback about what do you think about the show. So if you can, please leave us a review in Apple Podcast or just tweet us with hashtag NoOffice. Thank you for listening. Say goodbye, Michael. Okay. Thanks, everyone. Uh, have, have a really great game playing weekend and uh, see you soon. And remember, um, work is not the place to go. It's a thing to do.